Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. Um, my guest today is Varian Goodship. And we're Hi. talking about uh, the challenges that uh, we're all going to be facing with AI and how it's going to affect you know, institutions and, uh, and our lives. So, Varian, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And you? Good. Yeah, I appreciate you coming. Yeah, thanks so, for uh, having me. So tell me about your, a little bit about your background and your work. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm from Montreal, Canada. Uh, I, worked, I studied in economics. I graduated 2013. I worked in finance for a bit as a financial advisor uh, recommending insurance and investment products. Um, I ended up quitting in early 2017 to uh, start an AI startup uh, with my co-founder Fran uh, called Truba.News, uh, where we're, we're, uh, we're fixing the news, as we, as we like to say. Um, and essentially, yeah, that's, that's the idea. So, all right, so your main project right now is with Truba, and what do you mean you're fixing the news? What are you, are you trying to get rid of? what's called fake news or what are you doing? Well, essentially, yeah, the, uh, the issue was, uh, it's, it's not, might not necessarily be uh, the news is fault, but people are decreasingly reading the news and being less informed. Um, so essentially what we're trying to do is, is get people reading news again. Um, and it's, it's not necessarily, uh, by, by changing the content of the news, but it's changing which news we present, uh, to people. Um, so we do that through through two two main methods. Uh, one is our daily snap product, where uh, we give people news they would have found on social media um, without having to go through social media. So we take the most shared news across Facebook, Reddit, LinkedIn, and we give them a newsletter uh, with five news articles that are that are top trending. Um, so um, they don't need to go on Facebook or LinkedIn to see the news um, because there's there's over the last year, there's been a, an increasing trend of distrust towards Facebook when it comes to news. Mm-hmm. So that, that's how we're tackling that issue. The second, the second way we're trying to uh, get people more involved is, is giving them a personalized news feed, uh, the same way Facebook or Google does it, uh, by collecting data on what you're clicking on, what you're sharing, what you're liking. Um, but we're only using that data to um, enhance your news experience, to predict which news articles you're going to prefer. And we're not using it for advertisement uh, purposes. So we're we're not going to sell it to a third-party advertiser, or we're not going to use it to market to you, uh, our services or anybody else's services. So it's it's sort of like a Netflix of news, if you will. It's, it's the idea of if if you wanted the personalized news but you didn't want to be targeted, um, Troop is offering you an alternative. Well, how do you That's choose what the news is that it gives you? And I, mean, is, mm-hmm. I guess this aggregation helps you go through it a lot quicker, but you know, mm-hmm. how do you, what kind of parameters can you tweak to get uh, certain news mm-hmm. versus other news? Yeah, so um, essentially we're, we're not giving people um, any parameters to play with except uh, one parameter, which is uh, how personalized would you want your news? So the idea is that it, it's happening in the background. Uh, as you click on a news article, let's say you, you find a news article about uh, the New England Patriots and you're a New England Patriots fan, so you spent... Uh, 30 minutes reading that news article, our, our system recognizes an interest there and, and has a higher priority in, on Patriots news articles in the future. 
Um, so, so you'll tend to notice that over time you, you'll you get more and more news that's towards your interest. Uh, and to make sure you're not completely in a, in a bubble, as they like to call it, a filter bubble, to make sure you're not only seeing news that are pertinent to your interest, the control we're giving yeah. you uh, allows you to switch off your personalization. So, so you can either have it super personalized, a little personalized, or not personalized at all. So if, if you're feeling that you're always seeing the same stuff, just move the lever a bit to the right, and then, um, and then you'll see stuff a bit outside of your bubble. So that's okay. what we're working on. Could, um, could, all right, so it, it, you need to train it essentially with the news that you like and from where you get it and all that and the topics and the, yeah. the system, well, that, the semantics and how much time you're spending, and then it, it, makes, yeah. it caters to what you want. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, one of the issues um, we're facing in getting the product um, ready is, um, and this is a product that a lot of startups face when it comes to artificial intelligence, is, is the initialization phase. So that means how, how do we get it running to a good degree without any information on you? So, so how do we give you a good sort of semi-personalized experience without knowing a lot about you? So we have to create sort of a personality. Uh, we we will we'll have a questionnaire form at the beginning where uh, we ask you general interests like is it technology podcasts is it is it uh, politics and then based on those answers we'll we'll have a sort of already pre-trained an algorithm uh, through a few different test users um, and and we'll and we'll show you some news based off those things um, but yeah. It, it takes a lot of time to train an algorithm. So we have to get essentially three users for each profile to review thousands of different news articles and say which ones they like, they don't like. Um, so it's a lot of man-hours man hours sunk into uh, into the project. Well, um, what's the goal of the project? So what, what's the benefit of me getting this, uh, you know, this personalized news? And what, mm -hmm. Am I going to pay for this, or how do you think it's going to work? Yeah, so we're we're changing the business model. So we're charging uh, ten dollars per month uh, to give you news that's aligned with your interest. Uh, so it's news that you could have found for free on the internet, uh, but we're predicting which one, which news articles you're going to like. Uh, so the the goal is to give you news articles we're pretty sure you're going to enjoy. Um, so if you were to just go on Google or or go uh, to your favorite news website. Um, there is a bunch of news there you probably aren't interested in or you, you couldn't care less about. Uh, so the product is going to uh, avoid you that hassle of, of filtering, trying to avoid all the news you're not interested in uh, and, and only give you news you are interested in. So that, that, that's the goal. How do you get the news? I mean, does it appear as an email to you or does it appear as a, mm -hmm. the first screen that opens up when you go on the Internet or how do you get it? Yeah, so it's a website. You you log in. Uh, you'll have a, a login and a ID and password. It's a web platform uh, where uh, we show we show news is in uh, we show news in bubbles, sort of in in a carousel, uh, as we call it. So we show articles that are similar to each other, um, grouped together, uh, and we'll show the most relevant article to your interest at the top. And then if you want to read more about the subject, you you switch you move left or right. If you want to change subject, you go you move up and down. Um, uh, that's for the personalized news service. For the Daily Snap, it's simply a newsletter. We're we're emailing people five news articles, um, but that's not the AI product. That that's uh, that's the simple product, as I, I like to call it. So the AI product, uh, in order to train it, you're going to have to have people read uh, again a whole bunch of articles and make picks and predictions, and that'll train the algorithm on how to do the same for new people. 
Exactly. So the more users there are, the better the system gets, essentially. Uh, the more we'll find somebody who has similar interests to you, the better we'll have an idea of what you might be interested in. Uh, so the idea is to get as many users on it as possible, as quickly as possible, to, to get the best results. Okay. At what stage are you at with the whole process? Yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we're figuring out the initialization stage of the AI. Um, and once that's done, we have another two months of development before launching the trial product. And then uh, what we're doing in the meantime is, is getting as, as many people interested in the brand as possible so that uh, when we are ready to launch, we're announcing it to, to thousands of people and, and, not, and not just a few hundred of them. So we're, we're raising awareness and, uh, and finishing the product at the same time. What are uh, some of the factors that you think will be important in curating the news for people? Is it keywords or uh, mm -hmm. I mean, what else? Yeah, so that, that's the, the beauty behind AI is that um, you, d you don't make the assumption over which feature is most important. Uh, you just give, you, you give the most features possible uh, to, to the algorithm, and then it will do a linear regression and it'll figure out which features are most important. So we're giving, we're feeding the system a data like uh, the length of the text, uh, term frequencies. So how often a term shows up in a text. So let's say Trump shows up every once in 50 words and Ivanka shows up every once in 25 words. Um, that's super important information. Uh, it could be the size of the paragraphs, number of paragraphs, um, uh, how often two uh, terms show up next to each other. Uh, so, um, and, and essentially we, we're giving it hundreds of different features um, and and the there might be a feature that's super relevant for one person, uh, so it could be the title size is super a super good prediction for one person. One person really enjoys short titles, uh, but for other people who are maybe more academic, they prefer really long titles. Um, so it, it really depends on the user, um, and uh, and um, there's there's no one magic feature uh, that that's good at at predicting. Uh, when it comes to text, uh, and that's why um, the whole field of text and natural language processing, as, as they call it technically, is uh, is one of the ones that that uh, has taken the longest time to make progress on. Um, there's been rapid, uh, huge developments in recent years in terms of uh, machine vision, so so being able to recognize pictures and video, and also audio, uh, being able to recognize and imitate speech. Uh, because there's very few features you need to analyze. When it comes to picture, you have the coloration of a pixel and its location compared to other pixels. When it comes to sound, you have like the wavelength, the wave speed, the height of the waves, and, and that's pretty much it. Um, so when it comes to text, there's, it, it becomes a lot more difficult um, because language has, as I like to put it, like quantum properties, um, meaning that uh, the meaning of a word can change given its circumstance. Um, so let's say I say man bites dog means something very different than dog bites man. I, I just changed the location of two of the words. Um, right. And not only that, where you are in the world could change the meaning of the word. Truba.news, if you're in Montreal or in North America, uh, Truba is the news site, but if you're in India, Truba is actually a, a research institute. And not only that, um, it could be, uh, it could, uh, the same word could be perceived differently by two different people. Uh, yeah, so depending. Okay. Anyways, that's the idea. Is is that there's so many um, hidden factors behind text uh, features that 
uh, our brains are super well adapted into analyzing, uh, but computers since are, have a much harder time dealing with it uh, because uh, it's not something that's easily quantifiable. Um, or even if it is quantifiable, there's just so much information um, to a degree that's higher than 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 uh, than uh, video or audio. Uh, so that that's that's uh, the challenges uh, with regards to text. So do you think this is just going to be news curation, or what about research? You know, what if I want to research a particular topic? Will your yeah. application help me do that, or is it that not really its yeah. purpose? Well, actually, the the product was initially designed uh, for the financial financial regulators. Um, here in Canada. Essentially, the financial regulators told us they had an issue with information overload. There's too many news articles, too many new cryptocurrencies coming out. They're having a hard time following all of them to figure out, to warn Canadians about what they should and shouldn't do about different financial products. So we initially designed it as a research tool. Um, and I think ultimately, um, research people will benefit most out of the product. Um, so we could end up uh, sort of putting more emphasis on the research aspect of it. Mm. Um, so, so for sure, we're, we're not ruling that out as a, as an avenue for the product. Um, but since we're going mass market with the, with the product, we're trying to get as many people involved with it as possible. Um, it's not our first focus. Uh, we're, we're going for a business model that's, that's uh, low price, high volume, uh, and researchers are a smaller portion of the population. Um, is this going to be tied to um, cryptocurrency or blockchain in any way, since you mentioned it, or is it just news yeah. curation? That's it. Uh, just news curation. I, the, it, my, well, maybe I'm speaking out of ignorance. I, I don't know enough about uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency um, to really see how we could possibly implement it. Um, mm -hmm. And over the, re the research I've done on the technology, it seems way at a much early it's not as mature as artificial intelligence is in the time being. It, it hasn't had years to be tested and to have development stacks built around it. Um, so not only is it harder to implement, it's also harder to imagine business cases around it. So, so probably not for the time being. I don't want to rule it out for five years' time down the road, but um, it, it's just not a priority right now. Okay, gotcha. What's your, your timeline for rolling this out? You said it's going to be several more months in development, et cetera, but... When yeah, are people going to so, be able to start using the product or testing it? So August is is our deadline for for launching the product. I'll let I'll let you know if there's any delays, but um, so far we're on track for for that that target, early August, um, and people will be able to start trying uh, the personalized news product. But if they want uh, if they want uh, social media news in the time being, Day Snap is available already, and uh, and that's rolling every day. What about the phenomena of uh, Fake news. Is there anything the in there that attempts to screen on what it yeah. thinks is uh, real versus not real news? So our, our approach is to just uh, have user mediation. So essentially, um, it works is works on by source. So if a source is trusted, there's a blue dot on the on the the news card. Um, and if a source is not trusted, there's a red dot. And if it's neither trusted, uh, if it's not trusted, sorry, if it's neither trusted or not trusted then the, there's no dot. Um, and essentially people, the users can vote on whether they trust a source or not. Um, so it's really the users de determining which sources they trust. Uh, and we're not, we're not making a statement over what is fake news or not, because fake news can definitely make it to trusted sources. 
um, the same way it can be real news can be in not non-trusted sources. Um, so, and the computer's ability to detect what's fake versus not fake, um, we're way behind. Already, we're having difficulty with with predicting which news is, is relevant to which person. Uh, being able to detect fake news is, uh, I think, we're still a few decades away from from those kind of progresses. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, very good. So, what's what's the best way for people to get more information about uh, Truba and to monitor yeah. progress and participate and all that? Yeah, uh, well, check out truba.news, our website. That's the URL, truba.news, T-R-U-B-A. Um, and sign up to the Daily Snap, and uh, and uh, you can message us on Facebook, tell us which news articles uh, you like or don't like, uh, what you think should have made the news. Uh, you can also see our YouTube channel. I feel myself uh, selecting news articles every new, every morning. So uh, if, if you feel like I should have selected different news articles, uh, send a comment on the YouTube channel. That's the okay. idea. Well, very good. Well, very good. Thank you, and uh, be interesting to see what happens with the project over the next few months. So I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Richard. Uh, much appreciated. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.